to the comic book rundown. Hey everybody! We're on the second issue of this Skull Figure Story Arc. You want to check out our previous covers, check out our last episode. So uh, we start off right where we left off. The big guy and the dwarf had broken through. There's a bunch of guys that were trying to steal dead bodies. And there's a giant, you know, monstrous abomination of, yep. you know, zombie-ish proportions. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> The, I don't know how the fucking thing moved that quickly, but it grabs the dwarf by the leg. Well, um, yeah, especially as how big he is. Yeah. He's got a really good um, move check. But uh, uh, the big guys, you know, shooting him down, uh, blast the big guys, or blast the monster's arm and drops the dwarf. And then um, yeah, the dwarf's like, oh, these bodies aren't what we think they are. We should probably uh, yeah, find they, the... I mean, they are decomposing this one guy this one dead body is i mean these bodies look like they've been in there for some time yeah and and uh so you know they're they're going through fighting um and i mean <laughs> it, it's a lot of you know slashing hacking uh at one point in time the dwarf uses a dead body to uh block the monster's attack yeah uh, while the big guy is actually beating the shit out of all the normal people. Yep. Um, uh, but they, they're they still looking for the Chancellor's body so they can give it back to... Um, uh, yeah, they want to get paid. Yeah. They want to get, give and, it back uh, to the, the vizier. The, the big monstrous thing ends up packing up a bunch of the bodies. Chop, and chop. lo and behold, what's in the bag of bodies that he's carrying but the Chancellor's body. Yep. And... The dwarf sees it and it's like, all right, hey, that's my that's my body. I like I like how he he does a powerful leap to try to get to the bag and then the the giant abomination gives him a painful smack. Yep. Um, but anyways, they both kind of get uh, pushed around and their asses handed to him for a little bit, uh, and the um, big thing escapes with the bodies. Yes. And while the big things are escaping with the bodies, they knock out one of the guys that was left in there and drag him along with them. They well, yeah, because there's the guards. Are on well, the, outside the whole of the place fire. has been lit on fire. Yeah. Yes, uh, but they're on the outside, and it's like, hey, all you, everybody within, you're under arrest. Yeah. Uh, come out immediately and show yourself. So they have to go out a different way. I think they go up through the chimney. They go up through the chimney. But they 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 whistle their way through the crowd, <laughs> which like, is wonderful. <laughs> Nothing's happening here. Fire you, everywhere. Call for help. The humanity. How could this be? My shop, my livestock, all of it burning. Clear the way for the guards. Gather the women and children. Head to the river. It's there a weather mage in town. We need rain. Dig a fire ditch. My I, life's on fire. I got bronchitis. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, but this part. This this is great. So then we, we go to uh, the next morning. Or that, yeah, that next morning. And uh, we get the inside view of a um, burlap sack. Yep. And some talking. Is it ready? Yep, nice and hot. Uh, well, then, let's get cooking. And then the mask comes off, and it's fire. And you've got this, uh, the dude that they had knocked out the night before that hung, uh, hanging over this fire. And uh, they start talking about, you know, they're like, well, if he doesn't talk to us, you know, we're going to have to cook him. 
And the guy's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, you know, we were in there trying to steal a body to eat. And, you know, you uh, you ruined that for us. So I guess we're going to have to eat you. You're a little bit fresher than we're used to, but yep. uh, we'll make do. They have a base that they're basting him because he's literally over, over the fire. Yeah, he's literally getting roasted while yeah. they're talking to him. It's great. But, uh, uh, the this guy is a bluff that I want to use sometime. <laughs> Just saying. If you can set it up. But uh, they, he's like, he's like, you don't want to talk? All right, fine. Baste him. So he starts covering him in, uh, you know, like whatever uh, seasonings they mixed up. Yep. And the guy's like, what the hell are you doing? What are, what are you doing? And he's like, well, you know, he's like, uh, we told you if you didn't uh, tell us, we we're going to just have to eat you. Yeah. Cause, you know, we want the bodies. Yeah, we're hungry. Um, yeah, because they, they just want to know where the chop chop, the zombie yeah. guy, took the bag of bodies. Because that's where the chancellor's body is. And that's Correct. the only way they're going to get paid is if they yep. bring that back. So <laughs> they leave him hanging above the tree or above the fire in this tree, um, which as close as he is, that fire, he is cooking. Oh, especially since he's been basting our basted yeah. already. He. Yeah. Yes. But uh, it shows the, the big guy and the dwarf walking away and like the big guy's taking like regular size steps and the dwarf's having to run to keep up with him. Yeah. And then the big guy starts making fun of him for his wee little legs and how he's not <laughs> keeping up. Yeah, so they they're been traveling for a while. They're going in the apparent right direction, but they haven't seen anything yet. Well, yeah, the guy gave them directions to this castle uh, where they're supposed to be able to find the bodies at, yep. and they're like, "Well, you know, it's supposed to be in this direction, but I don't see anything yet." And then he's like, "Oh wait, look, just what we needed, horses. That way, it's not going to take us so long." <laughs> uh, but it's a basically a caravan of these apothecaries. Yeah, they're like a husband and a wife. Maybe. See, no. I I think they're husband and wife. I don't know. I also get like the sibling vibe. Maybe. They could be both. I mean, yeah, we well, don't know where they're from. Look, this is the, um, not Old West, the... Uh, Middle Ages. Sort of Middle Ages. It, I mean, look, this is a fantasy it's setting, a, and the, yeah. it's definitely in a time where they uh, may or may not have looked down at, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but anyways, they're arguing back and forth, and he's like, you mix potion or poisons badly, you know, if it wasn't for this and this, you'd never know how to do it. And mm-hmm. she's like, who's killed all of your cousins, and who's done this, and who's done everything that you needed to do? And like, he's like, yeah, that's because, you know, my uncle showed you how to mix the stuff. If it wasn't for him, you would be useless. But I love that the guards that are, are traveling with them are like, they've been arguing for hours. They're never going to shut up. And then the one's like, man, if we keep our ears open, we can learn how to poison them ourselves and then we could shut them up by yeah. feeding them poison like, that's, that's a really good idea that's another thing that they're talking about though because she's like yeah who poisoned the stew and made it right and he's like yeah but if you did it right if you didn't do it right it's not gonna do what it's supposed uh-huh. to do and um while this is going on they get attacked by goblins goblins i wasn't okay so these these goblins right here are freaking hilarious looking yeah uh but anyways, yeah, so they get attacked by the goblins. I mean, the goblins like... Exactly. But, like, they're wearing pans on their head, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's their armor and stuff. Hey, look, it helps if, you know, you get attacked by a, a an axe that's not going to go through the pan. But you know what can knock off a pan? A bullet. A bullet. And that's what know, happens. Yeah, and then he gets a, an axe in the head. Yeah, exactly. But so um, the dwarf and the big guy... Uh, go down there, beat the shit out of all the goblins, scare them away. Yep. And uh, they're at the caravan, and they're like, uh, yeah, so we saved you. And they're like, oh, you know, we have little in ways of 
coinage, but you have my eternal gur. And he's like, yeah, we need a horse, food, and money. And this guy's like, well, my guards would beg to differ. <laughs> and they're like, like fuck, fuck you. you. You just, you know, they just, just give them what they want. They're going yeah. to kill us. And uh, so while they're talking, you know, the, the woman's like, here, have this hearty stew to fill your bellies. And uh, we can give you in. You know, we can give you a, a saddlebag and blah, blah, blah. And See, he says my wife's an excellent cook. And again, I don't know if he actually is his wife. Yeah. But, uh, so, um, big guy's like, yeah, we need a saddlebag and uh, load it up with uh, all them valuables. And the one guard's like, yeah, okay. And then um, the dwarf's <laughs> the dwarf. talking to the lady. He's like, what's <laughs> really funny is we were going to attack your caravan and steal a horse, but the gabos got here first. And then them, uh, them thieves stealing our steel, you know? Oh, that's such a that's such an amusing tale. Quite amusing, huh? And then they're getting ready to leave, and uh, the everybody's like, "Oh, bye, see you later." And then the guys like, "You cowards! What do we even pay you for?" And the the wife's like, "Ha, it'll be fine. Uh, the poison, the poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she says the poison in the pot will kill them by nightfall. Uh, then we'll just follow the horse tracks and get our stuff back. And then the guys like, "Ideally, yes, but did you properly mix it this time?" Yep. And uh, we get uh, the dwarf. Are you sure you're going the right way? <laughs> and that's where this episode ends. Issue ends. And episode. Same thing. Same thing.